On the 19th of November, Houthi rebels from Yemen launched an attack in the Red Sea. Video filmed by the Houthis shows them seizing a cargo ship. And this was the start of a campaign against commercial vessels. Already the Houthis had aimed missiles at Israel since October the 7th. Now, using an array of weapons, including missiles and drones, they were taking aim at the Red Sea. The ballistic missiles are really the tough one. This is the first time we've ever seen ships hit by this type of weapon. And the US is clear on who it blames. While the Houthis are pulling the trigger, so to speak, they're being handed the gun by Iran. Iran denies this, but the Americans are acting. They've released this footage of a US Navy warship intercepting a Houthi attack. The US has set up a large multinational naval task force, which includes France and the UK. And it has this message. These attacks are reckless, dangerous, and they violate international law. Targeting civilian vessels is against international law. And these attacks connect to global tensions and to global trade. They're taking place in a narrow channel in the Red Sea that separates Africa from Yemen. Over 15 attacks have already been recorded. And this channel's part of a crucial shipping route. To the north is the Suez Canal, which connects Asia and Europe. Around 12% of global trade goes through it. Some of the ships in the Red Sea are heading to Israel. And the Houthis say it's ships with Israeli connections that are their target. We will continue to prevent all ships of all nationalities heading to Israeli ports from navigating in the Arab and Red Seas until they bring in the food and medicine that our steadfast brothers in the Gaza Strip need. It's far from clear whether all the ships targeted do have links to Israel, but the Houthis may have something to gain from offering Gaza as a justification. They see the cause of the Palestinians as a very uh, good opportunity or, um, you know, um, justification for them to do this now to uh, boost their standing and their popularity, both domestically inside Yemen and across the region. To the Houthis, their standing in the region and in Yemen matters, not least because they're looking for legitimacy. Back in 2014, the Houthis led a rebellion which triggered a civil war. The next year, a Saudi-led military coalition intervened in support of the Yemeni government. And over several years, the war and one of the world's worst humanitarian crises unfolded. Now, last year, there was a ceasefire. Formally, that's ended, but hostilities have stayed low. Houthis control most of the populated parts of the country, including the capital, Sana'a. Meanwhile, the internationally recognized government is based in Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia. By most measures, the Houthis have won. They've also become a significant military force, which brings us back to Iran. Saudi Arabia and uh, the US and almost all Western countries believe that they get direct uh, training, finance, uh, military support from Iran, but Iran denies this. But it's almost certain that uh, this is the case. The Houthis are part of what's sometimes called Iran's axis of resistance. That includes the Assad regime in Syria, militias in Iraq, Hezbollah in Lebanon, and Hamas in Gaza. And since the start of the Israel-Gaza war, the Houthis have sought to stand out. For the Houthis, this is about showing they're the most daring member of the axis of resistance and the most deserving of Iranian support. And they do have genuine ideological closeness to both Hamas and to Lebanese Hezbollah. But on the face of it, the Houthis have provoked 
a mismatch. On one side is a task force containing some of the world's biggest military powers. On the other, a rebel group in one of the poorest countries on earth. And while the International Maritime Organization has argued commercial shipping should never be a collateral victim of geopolitical conflicts, in the short term at least, this is exactly what the Houthis have achieved. Because many of the world's biggest freight companies are diverting ships away from the Suez Canal. That means going around Africa, a route that takes around 10 days longer. And in time, potentially, that could impact the prices that consumers pay. Whether that happens will be, to some degree, decided by whether the task force can contain the threat. For now, its plan is to protect ships. But Bloomberg, citing anonymous sources, reports the US is weighing whether to attack Houthi rebels in Yemen. This hasn't been confirmed by the Biden administration. But such a move would be a significant escalation. The risk there is once they start bombing Yemen, and that's how it would be perceived, is that the US and the West are entering the Israeli-Hamas war on the side of Israel, and it risks enlarging this, metastasizing this whole Israel-Hamas-Gaza conflict into something much bigger. Not just that, talks to formally end Yemen's civil war are advanced. US strikes in Yemen could risk all of that. And as the US and its allies decide what to do, the Houthis insist this is about Gaza. They highlight the conditions for civilians and Israel's restrictions on aid, concerns that many share. Maybe that is the reason for their attacks. But it's not the whole story. The Houthis share almost all of Iran's foreign policy objectives when it comes to removing America from the region, destroying the state of Israel. The Houthis' main slogan is, God is great, death to America, death to Israel, curse the Jews, and victory to Islam. This is a group which wants Israel gone, just as Hamas does, just as Iran does. And so, while these Red Sea attacks may be a protest at the humanitarian situation in Gaza, for the Houthis, their allies, and their opponents, they're about much more than that too.